What's up everybody, Coach Megan here, and I'm so excited for the first edition of our Clients Tell All episodes. This is episode 103, and we are going to split this into two parts, maybe even three, because my clients and I, we all, we love each other so much that we talked for like an hour and a half. So in order to help you guys pace yourselves, because we got to control how much awesomeness was in this episode, I'm probably going to split this into three parts. So today we have Miss Akila, Rachel, and Wish, my three awesome, beautiful, intelligent stunning clients from Washington, Nevada, as well as right here in Nebraska, currently living in Hawaii, as you guys will hear. And uh, I think I might put some bloopers in here as well. Not really bloopers, but just some hilarious stuff that we were talking about before we officially started recording for the episode because my girls are hilarious. <laughs> as always, if you are not part of our inner circle community yet, you're going to hear a lot about that today. So you want to make sure to fill out a strategy call and join because we are the most fun and informative community in all of pageantry. Okay, let's dive into Clients Tell All. Hey everyone, I'm here with Rachel, Akila, and Wish. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. You guys learn a little bit more about them in the intro. These are three of my clients, some of my favorite people in the world, and I'm so honored to have each of you on the podcast. They're laughing if you guys are just listening to this, but we'll post some short form too. So welcome, 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 you guys. Hey, bestie. Hi, good morning. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is, this is going to be chaotic already, I can tell. <laughs> Okay, so you guys have been working with us for a short bit of time. I've gotten to meet, finally, each of you guys in person. And so I'm trying to think of who I've been working with the longest. I think it's Rachel. So let's start with you. Um, and I'd love for you just to tell <laughs> a bit more about who you are, um, your platform, and where were you two years ago or when we started working together. Um, if you want to share a little bit of your transformation now, that's great. Otherwise, we'll get to that. But just kind of set the scene for us about who you are first and where you're from. Yeah, yeah. So thanks so much for having me. This is really exciting. Um, I am originally from Oregon, but I moved to Washington about five years ago to go to school at Seattle University. And so I'm a graduate of Seattle U with a degree in economics, a focus in healthcare. Um, I work at Seattle Children's Hospital as an administrative assistant for the rheumatology clinics. I get to work with pediatricians all day, which is just, it's super fun and they're very, very inspiring. Um, career goal wise, I'd really like to go into health law and policy. So eventually after I'm almost aged out of the Miss America program. So my next goal is to go to law school. Um, but as far as Miss America and the pageant system goes, um, I, this is my last year of eligibility. I'm running for Miss Washington. Um, I was first runner up last year, been runner up a couple of times. So I'm just thrilled to go one more time on that stage. Uh, I feel like this year, I mean, I'd go out go all out every year but I really feel like this year I took the time during COVID to like do everything that I needed to do really work on my social impact initiative really make sure I could adapt it to this virtual setting um went a little more all out on my wardrobe I'm just very excited to get on that stage and get going so um I'm 25 years old like I said it's my last year um and as far as my journey with you Megan goes I mean I was the definition of like I didn't want a pageant coach. I was like, no way, like, this is ridiculous. And, and I had seen you and thought, wow, she's really inspiring. And I feel like we'd really connect. And I can't even remember, honestly, how we connected. But I just remember, like a phone call. And I vividly remember, like walking down the sidewalk at Seattle, U, thinking, this could be really cool. But I'm really nervous, because I don't want to get into like, I've had, you know, when you, when you become successful, and I'm sure you've realized this, like, you've experienced this, 
people try to come into your life to like help you out and it can be kind of like detrimental. Um, And so as I got a little more successful each year, I would have these experiences and I had to really learn boundaries and how to be like, "Mm, nope, that's not the right person. And so I was nervous to like let someone new into like my village or my team. Um, But working with you has been super transformational because I think it's really showed me that we each are truly here for a purpose. And even if you don't have some, like maybe you haven't experienced a tragedy or you haven't, you know, experienced a significant loss or something that you feel you feel like is really transformational. There's something about you that you have experienced that gives you a story. And I think that's what you've really helped um, bring out in me through this journey is not be the, the robot that can answer the political questions in the interview room, but that like can actually dig into her emotions and tell the little story well, it's a big story. The big story that I have of like how I got to where I am and like why my platform came to be. Um, and as you know, my platform is passion to purpose, um, your life and focus. And it's all about figuring out, you know, what your passions are and how they can lead you to be successful and that your identity does not lie in the things that you do, but you rather you learn, you learn um, the different skills that come with the things that you've experienced and how those skills put together can help you be successful. Um, and so when I experienced that soccer injury that led me to Seattle U. I mean, that injury was what what changed my life because I was, I was an athlete. I was a roller, I'm a roller skater. I never thought I was going to be able to do anything again. Um, And so figuring out that, you know, my life didn't revolve around the soccer field, but that I could take those skills and help other young women through this program. um, That's really what was transformational for me. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. A way to start us off, Rach. So good. Preaching a good word already. We love it. <laughs> love it. Okay. So up next, um, Wish, I think we've been working together the second longest. And oh. Wish, you guys heard her intro. She's the life of the party. We're still trying to put her face on a t-shirt. And Wish, why don't you tell us a little bit more about you, your platform, and your story? Okay. Um, hi, my name's Wish. Um, yes, I'm, I'm the life of a party. Actually, fun fact, I'm don't go to parties or I don't do anything super fun I'm a like a nerd um (laughs) I have a full ride scholarship to Kentucky Wesleyan College so I don't know if that puts into perspective like I'm just studious but people like to underestimate me which I really like I really appreciate because then I can wow you with my awesomeness um but this is my first year competing as a miss if you you may have seen me around social media if you like to hang around the title holder scene um I've been, I've had three local titles as a teen. I won non-finalist interview twice in my teen year. Um, And then I even started, I feel like I want to say I started this kind of movement where I, um, where I interviewed title holders from across um, state lines um, with my last title with Miss Blue Diamonds, outstanding teen. Um, And I did from Blue Diamond to like, and I got to interview a bunch of people. And that's kind of what led me to meeting a bunch of girls and wanting to a community for pageantry. And then that's, and then I also like, I realized everyone was getting coached and I wasn't getting coached and I was like, should I be getting coached? And then, so that kind of led me to Megan. Um, I was not a woman. of Well, I'm still, I'm always been a woman of faith, but I didn't really have a connection to my faith life. So when Megan came into my life, I went, there's something about her that I'm not comfortable with yet. So uh, I went on with my life, uh, went to college. And then after that, um, I really got in touch with my faith life and I knew like my relationship with God definitely has changed, especially when I went to college. And that really opened up my perspective of who I was and how, like what the good Lord gave me the responsibility to do, um, which was to go and talk about my experience, my life, because 
a lot of few people have gone through the things I've gone through, or at least uh, a lot of people have gone through the things I've gone through, but don't feel comfortable talking about it. And I, I just like talking about everything, my whole personal business on the internet, so, <laughs> and everywhere. So that's what kind of led me to Megan. I knew if I was going to compete in this MS, I didn't want to do it alone. Um, so I joined the inner circle way before I competed because I just, I just didn't want to be alone doing it all by myself, especially because I went to college in a different state from the state I was competing. Um, even though Nevada is my home, I was away from them for 10 months of the year. So, well, not 10 because of COVID, but <laughs> y'all know what I mean. Uh, so uh, definitely after that, after I connected with Megan, um, she really inspired me to really like get out of my head and think about what's truly impacting me and open that like next level of introspective introspectivity. I don't know the words for that. Um, maybe I'm not all that smart, <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, my uh, social impact initiative is um, wishing for wellness, which is just my wish that my six-year-old self had when I was uh, diagnosed with um, ADHD as a kid. Um, I just felt this like overwhelming shame my whole life about everything I was. Uh, not only am I, y'all can't tell unless you're watching this, but I'm a plus size contestant. Um, I've had a mental illness my whole life. When I was um, competing in pageants, I uh, started experiencing severe anxiety attacks and I just kept it all to myself. <laughs> Um, and then uh, when I started college, I was experiencing pretty, uh, at least uh, like started experiencing um, deeper uh, signs of depression, even um, even had just suicidal ideation. It was just horrible. And it wasn't until I finally just realized like, queen, you need help. And I finally had like, at least God and people around me in my life trying to just help me in the ways I couldn't help myself. But I realized I need to help people in the way, like I need to be that friend for other people. So Wishing for Wellness was born. I definitely just appreciate all uh, the skills and the life opportunities I've gone from being mature and being, well, not, I'm not mature yet, but <laughs> maturing into the woman I am. And definitely I'm so excited to share that wish and sharing that um, never ending love that the good Lord gave me to just everybody I meet. So that's kind of my life journey, my vibe, my energy. Also, I'm Rachel's biggest fan <laughs> so, uh, the whole time. I just need <laughs> to let you know that. <laughs> I'm Rachel and <laughs> When we were at, for those of you guys listening, when we were at, we had Mastermind two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and uh, 20, 21 women came from 18 states all over the country. And it was the most incredible experience. And I, I mean, I had a blast, which is a big thing. Cause if you're putting on an event, it's not always a blast, but it was so cool just to watch people transform right before your eyes and build, um, build friendships and just the kinship that I've wanted to create in this industry since the beginning of my journey, even. And, um, I know a lot of you guys listening on the podcast, obviously have probably listened to a lot of episodes to so might've heard this, but when we started off and, and even I'm, I'm recording this right now at Miss Nebraska finals or tonight, my sister gives up her title. So the inspiration for even powerhouse in the beginning was because I was figuring it all out, um, here in North Platte, Nebraska just dinking around, not knowing what I was doing. And it was, it was really hard. And, and it's so funny. My parents had the parent breakfast yesterday and they're telling them about all about sisterhood and all these different things. And, um, it's so funny because my parents um, were like, yeah, the sisterhood is so amazing. And you go to Miss America and you meet all these amazing women. And then Allie comes in who hadn't heard, she's in rehearsals. She comes back, hadn't heard what they had said. And she's like, the first thing she goes is she's like, yeah, you know what? You need to like lower your expectation that you're going to be friends with absolutely everybody at Miss America. <laughs> and like said the opposite of what they just said. And, but she had a great point. And she's like, you know, you need to find people that are like-minded and that, 
um, are going to be your people and that you can let your guard down with and that you don't have to be this perfect Barbie version of yourself. And that's really why I wanted to create the inner circle. And it's, it's so funny because every single day I'm still breaking the stigma of like, well, why would I, why would I be in a group coaching? Like, I want you one-on-one. And I'm like, okay, well, you can either pay for one-on-one or <laughs> I promise you that <laughs> this is amazing. And we're breaking the stigma of not being able to be freaking vulnerable around each other. Because guess what? If you can't learn how to do that, you're not going to grow. And so Rachel, I saw that you unmuted yourself and then we'll get to Akilah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, do you have something to add? Yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, I think to me that's been a huge, I mean, I hate to use the word impactful over and over again, but it's true. I mean, that part of this has been really, really powerful because um, I do think you get into that mindset. You're like, okay, I get a coach, one-on-one coaching. And that's really valuable. But I think one of the things you've really, especially um, emphasized these last few months as we lead up to our state pageants is you can learn so much from each other. So like just last week, you know, we did a group mock interview and it, yeah, sometimes it is a little uncomfortable, especially maybe you're from the state with the same girl, but that's another stigma that you've broken is that like, um, it doesn't matter if you're from the same state, like you can help each other and like learn from each other and it's better that way. And so when we're sitting in these mock interviews and we each answer a question a certain way and you're like, oh, I kind of took something from this girl or like, oh, that was really cool. And it's really valuable. And getting to like meet each other at Mastermind, I mean, like Wish had said we have these internet friendships which sounds really creepy but it's like we're really close <laughs> online and yeah and we get to meet each other in person and like support each other in that way um it was really it was really cool and yeah I Rachel just- I've been stalking this whole like no not stalking I'm sorry that sounds so creepy I've been following Rachel for a hot second because she roller skates and I was like that's so cool and I was like <laughs> looking at roller skating people and I was like gross and I was so into it and I like then when I found out Rachel was in the inner circle it was like like a little like dream come true I was like this is my friend and, like you know like when you've never met someone but you've seen them online so you feel like you know them. that was Megan that was, like, that was us at Megan at math oh. we were like oh my gosh here she comes like she's here. Me and Rachel, real. like we were walking in we were like and I, I don't know if y'all know this it's so, actually this is a really embarrassing story but I thought Megan was fake like I genuinely thought she was gonna it was just like and it's like a person that just kind of looked like oh I'm not Megan haha like you see this person all the time online but you never really know you're real until you like hold them in your hands I I I remember I took a picture of Megan and I made her hug me in the photo because I was like you can't photoshop a hug (laughs) you can't (laughs) fill I'm cracking my own (laughs) wish read everyone Love it. Okay, well, let's head over to Akila. Those are all some great comments, you guys, and I appreciate the praise. And I, I'm so glad to hear the feedback too that Mastermind was that impactful. And um, I'm still waiting on the date for when we can do it in the fall. And give me like another week, and then I'm just going to set a date because I'm over it. And I'm like, people can't control my schedule. I control my schedule. So we're just going to set a date, and it's going to be it, and it's going to be amazing. So, Akila, um, I would love for you to give us a little bit of context about how in the world we connected. And specifically, I think that you have a really unique story because we competed against each other. And so that's a great just stigma broken of like, well, why would you ever trust somebody that you competed against, you know, or why in the world would you ever like want to be a, like, there's so many stigmas broken with our friendship and our relationship. And I've quite literally watched, I could just cry. Like I've watched you just blossom and not only physically, but just mentally, emotionally, like spiritually everything. And I've just been such an honor to just get to know you and see you literally just bloom, which is just amazing. So tell us a little bit more about you and um, how everything's been going and whatever else you want to share. Yeah. So my 
life, um, we like to say is a game of chance, but I like to say it's a game of divine intervention. Um, and so our story is really weird because we grew up in Omaha and we were at different schools, but my high school considered your high school to be rivals in the theater department. So we would have to, as a theater assignment, I would have to go to one of your school plays or musicals and like take notes and then compare it because we did some of the same ones. So we would compare and contrast performances for my high school theater assignments, <laughs> which is crazy. So that was how I first found out who you were in general. Yeah, mind blown there. Um, and then it's high school. So you never really care when you get into like your, your 20s. And so I was just like, oh, that cool person who did Beauty and the Beast, the awesome singer. Ah, I'll never talk to her. I'll never see her. Whatever. Just I'm going to move on with my life. So I just completely put, no offense to you, but I was, I was an 18 year old. I was a teen. So I just completely just ignored all of that. Um, and my, my game of divine intervention took me to the military. Um, so I went into the Marine Corps uh, a year after high school. And I loved it. Loved being in the Marine Corps. It was one of the best experiences of my life. But then I got out for a lot of personal reasons. Um, and when I got out, that's where some big soul searching had to happen because I felt just completely lost, just a, a leaf getting blown in every direction in the wind, no real purpose, no real value. Didn't feel like I had any action going on. Um, and it's just like, I had all these ideas. I wanted to do so much stuff with my life, but I didn't have any way to implement that or really pursue it. And then last year by a game of chance again, cause this is my life. Um, Toby made a post on Facebook because she and I went to the same church youth group at, in high school, which is, it's, again, my, my life is really weird here, guys. But so Toby, I wish you could like, see Megan's face because she's really excited about all these things that Akilah's talking about. And it's just really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. So, okay, for those who don't know Toby, I think you all do because Megan talks about her all the time. It's literally like Megan's best friend. And she is one of the most kind-hearted souls you'll ever meet. She is just a like powerhouse pageantry. Topi is a powerhouse woman. And she is just amazing and on point with everything. But so she and I used to do youth group together. Um, and so we were Facebook friends and I saw that she was competing. And for some reason, her story of just why she was competing again was just like, you know what? I met this girl in youth group and her story is really resonating with me. I think I need to compete, not just maybe not to win, but just to experience it, you know? And so because of Topi's Facebook post, I decided to compete for Miss Nebraska USA back in 2020, where I ran into Megan again. And then lo and behold, I saw this wonderful and Topi, because they were both competing and both were top 10 finalists. And then Megan obviously won, but it was just to see these one who was like a high school theater rival and then the other one who was like a church youth group friend and, you know, confidant seeing both of these two women to succeed and just go after their dreams and to help other people go after their own dreams. It was just so empowering and just so awesome to see. They talk about abundance mindset in a lot of great, great books that everyone should read. Abundance mindset is such a powerful concept and you could really just feel that energy coming off of Topi and Megan. And so that kind of prompted me to go again last year or this year, 20. Yeah, COVID's got my, my years all messed up, guys. But so I competed um, 
this year for Miss Nebraska USA 2021. And if you've heard Megan say, my, my journey compared from last year to this year is, I noticed it, my family noticed it, my friends noticed it, it's, it's remarkable. So um, last year was kind of the stepping stone of not knowing where to go after getting out of the military, what's my purpose, what's my path. And then I went to Megan, she had won. I saw that she was doing her own powerhouse business and it was just like, let's get in on this. She's putting some really good soul food down and I'm, I'm here to eat, so let's go. And so I, I joined the inner circle and just was vibing with everything that Megan was saying and all the inner circle girls were just, just you can never find a group of women just this empowering until you get to the powerhouse. Like, it's amazing. They always say that women will always be catty and just tear each other down. And it's just like, you're just hanging with the wrong women. Like, find the girls who lift each other up and fix each other's crowns without making it a big deal. And this is that group. This is straight. That's on period. Period. Yes. Period. But so I really have to say that inner circle and Megan, you and your just wonderful business and all the girls here in Powerhouse Pageantry uh, just really helped me figure out who I am and what direction I want to keep taking. And so I have aged out of the USA system. And sorry if you can hear the rain in Hawaii. Our houses are very thin. So if you hear the rain, that's just ignore that. Um, But so I've aged out of the USA system. So now I have to find a new pageant system to do, which is really fun and kind of nerve wracking. But I have Megan and all the inner circle girls here with me, so I'm okay. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Um, to our audience, I just want to say, I've never heard that story in my life. Akila, I had no idea any of the theater stuff. I had no idea that you and Toby went to life group or what the heck? I had no idea. And I love that. So I felt led to bring these three on at the same time. And I know you guys are all from very different places and all these different things, but I love how God works even to bring the three of you on where we can see already like a thread of even just similar concepts, similar types of things. And um, I talked about in the beginning, even just like God's why for people and how he brings us all together and, and breaking different stereotypes and stigmas. But I had no idea even of like that story. I mean, put the nail on the head, you know, there's no greater example of that. Um, and so Akila, I just commend you for taking a leap of faith into an area that's totally different. I mean, like military princess to like actual oh. queen, you know, is like that is not even close. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll never Especially forget this year when, oh, go ahead, Wish, go ahead. I was just going to say how God has worked us in our lives. Like we were just in so many different places. And so, you know, like truly like he has a master plan to put you where you need to be, well, which I don't mean to be super like, I, I, I literally, I'm never super like, like God has done this in my life, except like here. So just like <laughs> letting y'all know, it's just God is so good in so many ways. He puts you with the people you need to be every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would, and I mean, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Or one thought that, oh, go ahead, Megan. <laughs> sorry. Everyone's like, you're super so nice. I was just going to say. I am so proud of all of you guys for being engaged in Inner Circle. We would have never known even how um, a pandemic was coming and how an Inner Circle or something like that 
could have been the only source of community or friendship, if you will, um, during a really, really hard season. Anyways, go ahead, Rachel. Oh, yeah, I was just going to bounce off what Wish was saying a little bit about the spiritual piece, because um, when I first started, when I first met Megan, like over the internet, um, over Instagram, I guess, I had just was just transferring from the place where I was playing soccer and it was a Christian college and when I first enrolled there I was really excited to be surrounded by like like like-minded people and you know I didn't go to youth group early in high school I've been in the church my whole life but it was something I was like really excited like okay I'm going to be around like lots of young people that are like on fire for God like this will be great and it ended up being like not a poor experience but just a, a big learning experience for me and so um, I never was pulled away from my faith but I was like in a phase of mm, I don't know really like this is weird. I need to find something different. Like I just was kind of in a weird spot. And so meeting Megan, who was like, in each year, I think you've poured a little bit more of your spirituality into your coaching, which I think is really cool. Um, and it's, I think you've grabbed a different group of women because of that. And so like, you know, when we first started talking and you started, you know, I'm a Christian and we, and I felt like, okay, she gets this. And like, I can tell her about, you know, man, I you had to go to these chapels and I just felt like this wasn't me. And, and you helped me grow in like my faith and just like learning that it was okay to be in the place that I was in. And just cause I wasn't in the same place you were in, that was okay. Um, and so I think that was a huge reason too, why I felt like this was the place I needed to be because it was more than just a pageant coach. It was like, we were talking about life things. We were talking about, you know, how your spirituality plays into your life or your pageant or whatever. And so even that sense of community and knowing that like I have now gained a friend, a mentor and like other sisters that are, and you're very diligent about the women that you bring into this group. Right. So we're all very intentional and purposeful. And I think that is, that's a big part of why I think you're different because we're all very vulnerable with each other because we all have these similar experiences and we can have conversations. And I think that played out at Mastermind too, right? We were having a big political discussion. It was awesome. And we all just were so respectful and we talked and we like shared our stories and it was really, really powerful. And you made the comment, you said, this wouldn't happen. You like, you guys need to be aware of what's happening right now because this wouldn't happen in a lot of places. And so I just think that the fact that you are so intentional about the women that you bring in, but also about like pouring your personal spirituality and your Christian, um, your soul into this, I think that's kind of, it, it gives a different perspective on like why we're doing what we're doing. And that was a big part of like why, why I joined and like why I'm still here. Now I, to go off of what Rachel was saying, I think that's so, such an important role in people's lives is their faith and spirituality. But at the same token, I think it's also amazing at how accepting you are. So Megan does a great job in her, her podcast and her coaching that even if you're not someone of Christian based value, you can still find so much insight from the, the coaching and yes. all the girls. In the exactly. It's, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be a Christian to, to get something of value from these, I don't know, these friendships and these connections and the coaching itself. And it's just so awesome because if you happen to be someone who is of Christian faith, and maybe you're you're wavering and you've had some really bad experiences it's a really great way to 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 refine your relationship with god if that's your if that's your thing if you're on a different religious path props to you you'll still find valuable resources and tools and friendships and it's a great thing to it's a really hard thing to find in businesses who can be accepting mm-hmm. while promoting their own values and i think yeah i do a great job of that <laughs> 
Well, hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the podcast, specifically with some new voices. I almost said faces, but voices. And stay tuned for next week for part two of this special edition where you get to hear all the dirty secrets and all the insides of what it's actually like to work with us. Oh my gosh, are we faking it this entire time? No, we're not, as you guys can see. We're going to pick up next week with a a really funny story from Wish um, talking about how she wants to work with us and work for us, which actually happens. I'm honored. It happens a lot, which is really, really cool. So anyways, stay tuned for next week. I know you guys are hanging by a thread to hear more of some of my amazing clients, but I hope you enjoyed this week, this special edition. We're going to do some more of this kind of stuff so y'all can really see behind the scenes of what's going on, but hope you enjoyed it and I will see you guys next time.